In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who gives us the forgiveness of sins that is what the church is all about. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, how many of you out there are Apple people? Now, when I say Apple people, I don't mean like Fuji or Gala. <laughs> okay, so, so a few of you Apple people out there. And, and so of you Apple people, um, how many of you know what Apple's little kind of slogan is, that, that uh, their tagline that tells you, it tells you everything about who they are? Anybody? Think different. And, and they've been using it less. It's, it's actually no longer officially their, their slogan, no, no longer officially their thing. But that, especially under the, the, the Steve Jobs era, was what Apple was all about. It was what caused them to grow to be the company that they are today. That they said that who we are is we are a company that encourages people to think differently. Now, that in itself is different than a lot of their competitors, because a lot of their competitors don't think of themselves as companies that are encouraging people to think differently. They're just thinking of themselves as computer companies. And as they think of themselves as computer companies, they start saying, okay, well, what we are is we're a company that provides computers. But Apple started off at a different place. They said, well, what we are is we're a company that is encouraging people to think differently, and so... As we encourage people to think differently, then one of the ways that we can get people to and help people to think differently is by giving them the technology that they need in order to do that. And so we're going to be a company that encourages people to think differently, but we're going to do that through building computers. Well, then in the early 2000s, they decided, well, uh, that they were going to do this in a little bit different context. Because in the early 2000s, they, they started doing something that was out of their wheelhouse, something that was not normal for them, because they were a computer company. But in the early 2000s, they started to produce this thing that was called an iPod, which meant that they were getting into an entirely different industry. They were getting into the consumer electronics industry. They were getting into an industry where their major competitor was no longer Dell or Gateway, but their major competitor was Sony and its Walkman and Discman products. In addition to that, they were also getting into the music industry because now they had to give you a way to get this digital music that you could put on your iPod. And they did this because they said, I think we can find a way to get people to think differently about music. And so one of their most popular items became not a MacBook, but the iPod. And then once MP3 Music players became sort of saturated in the entire United States and, and even beyond that. They, they kind of got out of the consumer electronics business because, well, it wasn't thinking differently anymore. And so what they said was, well, there's got to be something different here. Why don't we get into phones? And everybody looked at Apple and they said, you're crazy. Why are you getting into phones? You're a computer company. And they said, no, 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 we're a think differently company, and this is thinking differently. 
And so even if you're not one of those people that raise your hands and said that you're an app, Apple person, you may have an iPhone in your pocket. <laughs> Who knows what they'll do next? And you go, okay, well, that's great, Pastor Jay. Thanks for the sort of commercial understanding of what's going on with Apple. But what does that have to do with the church? Well, it gets down to, well, what is the thing different for the church? What is the thing that drives the church? The thing that drives the church, at least as Martin Luther was putting it as he was looking at these seven different marks of the church that he was writing out, the thing that drives the church, our version of think different, is the forgiveness of sins. That that is what drives us as a church. That is what is behind everything that we do as church. Because if you think about it, church can be a lot of things, can't it? Just sort of like Apple can be a computer company, it can be a music company, it can be a phone company. The church can be a lot of things, too. In fact, uh, one of the, the things that it's become sort of very vogue to say is that the whole reason for the church is that the church is to be here as a disciple-making agency, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Some of you could definitely benefit from some discipleship. But is that the thing that's driving us? Is that our think different? And Luther would say, well, no. Because you can be a disciple of somebody without having Jesus in that equation. Even if you look in the Bible itself, you find people that are disciples of other people who are not disciples of Jesus. You find people that are disciples of John the Baptist. You find people that are disciples of Elijah. You find people that are disciples of all sorts of different things. You don't necessarily need Jesus to be a disciple. What do you need Jesus for? Well, you need Jesus if you are going to have your sins forgiven before man and God. There is nobody else that is going to do that. That's what you need Jesus for. That's what Jesus is talking about when we are hearing him speak to his disciples when he's talking in John 14 and he's saying, I'm the way and I'm the truth and I'm the life and I'm the only way that you can get to the Father. What he's saying there is that I am the only thing here that you can get your forgiveness of sins through. And so that is why the forgiveness of sins is our mission. It's the thing that is the very center of who we are as the church is that we provide the forgiveness of sins. Now, we can provide the forgiveness of sins in a manifest number of different ways. We can provide the forgiveness of sins and and do a lot of stuff while we're doing it. We can provide the forgiveness of sins and we can have some awesome music. Thank you, Adam Brink. We can have the forgiveness of sins and we can have a great gathering. We can have a, the forgiveness of sins and we can have some great food. 
We can have the forgiveness of sins and we can have social justice. We can have the forgiveness of sins and we can be on point liturgically. We can have the forgiveness of sins and we can do all manner of different things. But if we don't have the forgiveness of sins at the very center of what is driving those things, those things are going to start to look weird. They're going to start to look like not church anymore. Because what church is supposed to be about is the forgiveness of sins. And so if we get together and we have some great food together and we have a great Lutheran potluck, but there's no forgiveness of sins, well, then it's not a Lutheran potluck. It's just dinner with friends, which is also good, but it ain't church. If we go out and we serve the homeless and we do good things for other people and all of that's good stuff and what's not driving that is wanting them to have their sins forgiven and to know the Jesus Christ who will forgive their sins. It's not church. If I get up here and I do all of the liturgy stuff right, and we sing all of the hymns that you like, even that one that nobody else likes, but you like it. (laughs) But the forgiveness of sins is not at the center of that. It's not church. And that Acts reading, that Acts reading is crazy, isn't it? That Acts reading gets at this. See, Stephen, Stephen gets this. So it starts off, and the church is kind of doing a little bit, it, it's getting a little bit wonky. They're, they're going, okay, well, who are we? What are we as a company? How, how do we get this together? You know, are, are we supposed to just be feeding orphans and widows, or is, is there something else here? And the church is saying, well, no, there has to be both, so we have to hire some new people so that we can do this and still make sure that the forgiveness of sins is a big part of what we're doing. And so they elect these seven guys, Stephen and other guys with names that are unpronounceable. Nice job, Elsa. And and you get that and, and you go, okay, well, they're sticking to what makes them church. And then all of a sudden you have some people that get kind of upset with Stephen. And then we skip Stephen's big speech. So it's not like they tur- he turns on them right away. It kind of seems like that, the way that we put it. But unless you wanted to be here until Tuesday, we had to shorten down the reading. Because what Stephen does there is he basically gives you the synopsis of the entire Old Testament. And then at the end of it, he goes, you who have uncircumcised hearts. And then they start to stone him. They're trying to kill him. They, they are killing him. But notice what happens. Stephen looks up into the heavens and he sees Jesus. He sees the way, the truth, the life. He sees the guy who is at the center of what we are all about. That's the reason that on the front of your bulletins it says we are a Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace. Jesus-centered. He sees that Jesus 
And the very last thing that he does is he fulfills the mission of the church. He does church. He says, Lord, do not hold this against them. He forgives them. Because that is church. Just like think different is apple, the forgiveness of sins is church. Which is pretty awesome if you think about it. It frees us up in so many different ways. Because if we stick with what makes us church, if we stick with the forgiveness of sins, then we're free. We're free to get into iPods. We're free to get into phones. We're free to make computers. We're free to do all sorts of things. We're free to be a very stereotypical church. We're also free to be a very out-of-the-box church because we are our freedom comes in the sense of what's at the center. And what's at the center is the forgiveness of sins offered to you by Jesus Christ. And that that forgiveness of sins, it isn't just for your neighbors, it isn't just for the people out there, and it isn't just for the people that are in here. But it's a forgiveness of sins that is for everybody. That's the way that Apple sees itself. It sees, Apple sees their customers as being a part of their team. And that's the way it is for the church, that we are simultaneously customers and employees. We need the forgiveness of sins, but we also need to give the forgiveness of sins. Because we know how good it is and how central it is to receive that. And so this week, may you Grasp on to the center and the mission of church, the forgiveness of sins. And may you hold so tightly on to that, that you are led like Stephen to be church and to forgive someone else. Amen.